What's up? You're listening to the No Tracers podcast, all about urban exploring, abandonment, and decay. Let's get into it. Step into the world of decay, abandonment, and chaos. The story of an urban explorer starts here, at the beginning. Welcome to the podcast you've been looking for all along. This is No Tracers. Here, we take only photos. We leave only footprints. And remember, leave no trace. Hello, welcome to No Tracers. I'm your host, K, just the letter K. I'm known as No Tracers. You can find me on Instagram, no.tracers, or YouTube, No Tracers Urbex. My TikTok is also No Tracers. All things No Tracers, notracers.com, everything. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the No Tracers podcast. If you're into urban exploring, this is the podcast for you. Thank you so much. We're closing out the year here, 2022. What a year it's been for not only this podcast, but for like life in general. It's been quite a year. Thank you guys for making No Tracers one of the top shows in the society and culture section of Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't see my uh, my post about how many like downloads we got this year, thank you guys for listening to No Tracers every single Friday. means a lot to me. If you want to come on No Tracers in 2023, my email is now open. Contact at notracers.com. Send me your Instagram or your YouTube or whatever. And let me know that you want to come on the show and we'll get you on the schedule. I'm super stoked for 2023. It's going to be a crazy year. It's going to be amazing. And I say that because Dr. Pepper has 23 flavors in it. Therefore, it has to be a good year (laughs) because Dr. Pepper is the greatest drink. Aside from Liquid Death Mountain Water, who actually happens to be a partner of the No Tracers podcast. (laughs) You like that segue? That was pretty smooth. But yeah, Liquid Death is Austrian mountain water, and it comes in these amazing aluminum cans. It's canned water, so death to plastic. Fuck plastic. Get you some canned water at liquiddeath.com. Use code just the letter K for 10% off your order. This week on the No Tracers podcast, I am speaking with Jay. He's known as Urbex Living. Uh, His links are down in the description if you want to check out his Instagram or YouTube channel. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. This is an amazing episode. He's got some really close calls that he's going to be sharing with us, which is always exciting to hear about, and uh, a story about the time that he fell an entire story of a building. So let's get into it. Without further ado, Jay, please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. So my name is Jay. Um, Been exploring for probably right around like nine years now. Um, It didn't used to be as as, uh, often, but uh, I got my start at a uh, abandoned whiskey distillery uh, in Pennsylvania a while back, like 2014, I would say, um, somewhere around there. That was a, a pretty massive place. Yeah, take me into that first explorer. Like, you know, a lot of people do like a house or, you know, something smaller for their first exploration. But, I mean, a whiskey distillery, that's that's a big, big building. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was. Um, it's 192 acres is the whole property. Wow. It was about 14 buildings, um, right around, um, I think they're, they're all pretty much three stories, some of them four. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I don't even remember honestly how I found it. I think I just kind of 
was looking around, um, just Googling abandoned places. And I found that and it was about an hour away from me. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll like bring a friend and, uh, go check that out. And I did that. It's right near a big uh, nuclear power plant. So you can actually see the, the smokestacks, um, that are like less than a mile away, which is pretty cool as well. When you're up on the rooftops of those buildings, but, um, that was actually the only place I've ever gotten caught. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I would usually use that place as a uh, like a, a bringing new people in to Urbex, and I would show them around and be their like kind of guide there. So I've been there about like nine or ten times, um, and then you know over the years they keep uh, sealing up new entrances and stuff like that. So it's really difficult to get into anything now. But uh, it was a lot easier back then. And uh, it's funny. uh, The only time I got caught was uh, because of the the people I brought. uh, One of my friends and uh, his girlfriend at the time. And uh, she uh, did not pack well uh, as I uh, wanted. uh, Pretty much as I I told everybody what to bring. You know, jeans. We're going to be walking through some woods. uh, Boots. You know, long sleeves. Because... And we're doing it at night too, so that doesn't always help either. So she brought uh, flip flops, short shorts, and a spaghetti top oh, no. along. So that uh, was not my uh, my place to uh, <laughs> uh, you know confront her on that. So basically, I just kind of caved in, which is my fault. Uh, and I was like, "All right, we'll just go through the front, so we don't have to go through all the woods." Uh, this house is right across the street from the front entrance. So uh, as we were going across the road, their spotlight turned on. And we uh, I looked behind. I see someone peering out the window. I was like, well, hopefully they don't call the cops, but they probably will. So we don't have we probably don't have too much time. And sure enough, within half an hour, um, I see um, my, my friend like points something like eye level, like about like 100 meters away from us. It's like a little green dot. So it couldn't, it's not up in the sky. It's not like it's a cell tower or something. Mm. And we're like, what is that? And we're both in the army. Um, and we're looking at it for a little bit. And then like all of a sudden, right where that green dot is, like a flashlight turns on right where that spot is. And then we're like, oh, shit. Okay. Well, it might be somebody, you know, exploring too. Because they didn't say anything yet. So I kind of yell out like, Hello? No answer. So I was like, all right, let's uh, let's turn around. And we'll just kind of fast walk away and we'll take a right, you know, try to get around and get out of here the back way. And as we start walking away, um, we hear a police department don't run. And we're like, oh, fuck. So we, uh, <laughs> I quick uh, just kind of go over to the, the side there, put my backpack on the ground and they, they, they tell us not to run. I'm like, okay, well, I, you know, I would, but uh, <laughs> I had enough. I can run fast enough, but um, definitely uh, his girlfriend uh, would not be able to run with those flip-flops. So we were kind of screwed there. And uh, they came up, uh, searched our stuff, got our IDs. They pulled out our military IDs. They're like, you know, we'd expect this out of Marines, but not the Army. And I'm like, well, okay, fair enough. But <laughs> <laughs> like they, uh, they ended up just citing us. Um, but it was funny. They, 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 they brought out what that green dot was. It was, they had night vision. Oh, what? and 
Damn. Yeah, they, they brought the whole squad out. There was 12 cops there. Damn. They all had their, their ARs, and uh, I don't know what they expected, uh, yeah, but they just found a lot. You know, three kids fucking exploring. <laughs> so it wasn't a, their their grand bust they probably hoped for. Yeah, but, that's wild. Yeah, because we didn't have anything with us. So, <laughs> <laughs> My God. So no. let, me, let me ask you this. So sure. exploring isn't like a normal thing, right? Like not everybody does this. What What yeah. is it like? Are we like a little crazy to do this? Like, what is it about exploring that makes you keep going back? No, I agree. It's it's definitely not a normal thing. And um, I think at least for me, like, there's a little bit of, there's a couple things. I think the adrenaline is is one thing. I do, I do enjoy that. Like, over the years, I've gotten, I've, you know, been going to riskier and riskier places just for the fact of the adrenaline of getting around security and, and uh, you know, overcoming some of those obstacles but i also like you know i i own a video and uh video production business so i'm always kind of into that photo and video anyways and i like um documenting my times and my explorations um so there's a little bit of adrenaline a little bit of like the art aspect of it i like the decaying kind of feel to those buildings i think it's like it's like stopped in time I like that. I like mm-hmm. kind of like it's almost like stepping back into history. Yeah. Because some, some of the things you can find, like I found like really old newspapers dated. I found stock exchange pages um, dated 1929 in a farmhouse one time. And I still have that. I um, That's pretty cool to have. It's like a full yellow newspaper. Wow. Um, with all the, the prices from the uh, the stocks from back then. It's yeah. uh, it's pretty wild. <laughs> That's crazy. So check it out just as like a side tangent. So I have this goal in five years to open an Urbex museum. And that would be awesome. I know that one of the like key rules or whatever that is like unspoken is like don't take stuff. But we all take stuff. Okay. We all have it's, done it's it. It's the little things you want to It's the little things, the little trinkets. Preserve. Like, yeah, yeah, the things you want to preserve. And so I want to have people. I don't think it's bad. I I want people to be able to like submit their artifacts along with a photo and the story of like what it is and where they found it, that yeah. kind of thing into this museum and so, stuff like that. Like what you just talked mm-hmm. about would be so perfect for it. So I'm going to have to keep that in mind. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like a huge goal of mine to open like a traveling urban exploring museum kind of thing. And so, yeah, that, that's a, that's a huge goal. So hopefully everyone in the community gets, gets behind it and we'll, we'll see what happens. But, uh, so yeah, you have a media company, uh, photo video, when did photography and video come into your life? Like when did you first pick up a camera? Um, I mean, I, I got like literally my first camera, um, I think I was in like seventh grade. Like it was like one of those like point and shoot, like $60 ones from yeah. Walmart. Like a Canon power uh, shot or like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was like <laughs> old sure. school though. It, it, was, it, was, sure. it, was, it was, did nothing. It did not look good at all, but <laughs> I, I just kind of picked that up. I was like back then, like, you know, YouTube didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So like, um, I was like vlogging, but I didn't know what I was doing, Yeah, but I would just do that around my neighborhood and stuff like that. And I just kind of like got into it. And then eventually, um, when I got into high school and stuff, I'd start taking video classes. I started like learning a lot of stuff on my own on YouTube and, um, ended up going to actual like uh, film school, but, um, uh, dropped out of that because after my third year, cause I, uh, wasn't learning anything that I didn't already t- 
teach myself or learn online. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> don't go to film school, kids. It's, uh, you can learn everything online for free. <laughs> it's true. true. <laughs> but uh, actually, going back to that, uh, what you just said uh, about the museum, funny enough, the um, I found a blueprints um, in pretty good shape from that whiskey distillery. Wow. And uh, and I didn't like know what the original name of the place was until I found this blueprints, and it's called Kinsey Distillery, and it's actually the first distillery um, that brought whiskey to America. Wow. And I posted that on a, our local like um, Facebook group um, for exploring, and someone DM me because I was asking information if anyone's ever seen this or has any more information on this, and uh, I had a guy DM me asking like to buy it. The blueprint. Me. Yeah. <laughs> He offered me 500 bucks. Holy shit. And I'm like, well, if you're going to like offer me right off the bat, like I, I got to figure out what this thing is. It's not like we have Pawn Stars around here. You can just kind of go like. <laughs> yeah. Like here I have this old blueprint. What is this? Like, what is it? Yeah. I was like, I, I like it. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't sell it because good, I kind of like good. the sentimental value of it. Sure. But he, he offered up to a thousand dollars for it at the end. And he kept, <laughs> I kept denying him and he offered me a thousand bucks. And I was like, nah, it, it's probably worth something. So if yeah. you're offering this much money for it, I'm just going to hang on to it. <laughs> wild wild yeah i mean have you ever gotten like other dms or like emails or anything like that about other spots because me personally like i i've explored a, a bunch of places all over the country all over the world and i get emails from like hospitals uh like staff that used to work at hospitals or people that were patients as kids uh saying like wow it's so crazy to see what this looks like now i was a kid there and i used to run down yeah. those hallways like have you ever gotten like other dms aside On from that blueprint when I post occasionally on Facebook, I usually I just post on my Instagram, but I, I'll post on like the local group sometimes and I get it from there, the comments of, mm -hmm. of like you post something and it's a lot of the older people that like, oh, my grandfather worked there or I used to work there like a long time ago. Like that's pretty cool to see because it's like, and because sometimes they'll share pictures yeah, and, and, and of them like back then, which is really cool because it's like, again, it's, it's like it's stopped in history. It's really kind of fascinating to, to, to go into those things. So those places that are just like, especially the ones that are, st they still have a lot of stuff in them. Right. And it's just like, how did they just leave it like this? I, man, I ask myself that every time I go into a building. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like time. everyone just disappeared. Yeah. I, I've been, I've been in a, um, a school that was like almost like fully furnished. Wow. Still had, still had power, but it, wow. it's, it was abandoned for like, um, uh, at that point, like six years. Dang. not even yeah i mean there was a lot of water damage in the bottom floor but yeah. everything was like just left like same with um there was a hotel i went to that was completely furnished like <laughs> it's it was abandoned not even like they, they took all their logos off the building like it was just sitting wow. and it, when i walked in there it was like it was definitely the freshest place i've been to um it's crazy but it was i mean the, the power was off but um, everything was in there, like li literally everything. You go into each room of the hotel, it's like you would not know. Like you could check in there that night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everything, like there was barely, I mean, there was, a, you know, a thin layer of dust on, sure. you know, some stuff, but it was only abandoned for a year. Wow. But they just completely like, they ran out of money and it just went out of business. And you would think they would like sell the stuff, but sure. they didn't. Dang, I guess. That's so They're a big enough company, you know, franchise yeah. or whatever that it doesn't really matter, I guess, to them. It's, it's always baffling to me to go into like time capsule houses mm -hmm. it's like they literally just like evaporated into the air and like all their stuff is there. Like I, I went to one the other day and we couldn't get in so we left but you look through the windows and there was just like 
furniture, everything, everything's still in there. And it's just wild to, to experience something like that. Cause you're like, they could like come home any minute, but there's nobody, oh, yeah. there's nobody. It's crazy. Um, do you have gear recommendations? Like what kind of stuff do you bring into abandoned buildings? Like what kind of bag do you have? Shoes, uh, yeah. lights, that kind of stuff. Uh, like recommendations for people that are getting into the hobby that are like, I don't know what to bring. What do I do? Yeah, for sure. Um, I have, so I've gone through a couple different bags, but I've I found one that I like. Um, it's a little bit bigger, but I have, it depends what place I'm going to. Uh, I have a Maelstrom hiking backpack. It's 40 liter. Um, it's, it's pretty lightweight. It's um, got straps in the, the, the front too, so you can secure it better. That's like 40 bucks on Amazon. Really wasn't much, um, but it holds a lot. Um, and then I have a drop leg um, pouch, which is, it's just from Walmart. It was literally, or not Walmart, uh, Amazon is like Antarctica waterproof, like tactical drop leg pouch. Um, it just sits on my thigh. So if I, um, usually I use that for like throw my camera in. Um, but it's either depending on the place, like sometimes I don't bring my, like my mirrorless camera too. Sometimes I just have GoPro. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's a higher risk place that I'm going to be going through like faster or having to crawl, uh, I'm not going to bring my nicer camera. Um, unfortunately, but where I live, it's illegal. Some States actually, it's not illegal to, um, explore abandoned places where it's like just decriminalized. It's not really a charge. Um, but it's definitely a charge here in my state. So, <laughs> um, I have that, I have, uh, a GVS like SPR, um, like it's a P100 like mask mm -hmm. for, uh, a respirator, I should say. Um, I, sh I don't use it as much as I should probably. I feel like everyone says that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unfortunate, but you know, <laughs> I feel like I've, I've inhaled enough asbestos, uh, so for, uh, for a lifetime for sure. Oh my God. I, uh, I did an episode in uh, like a year ago and at the very end of it, I was like, so one day there's going to be a commercial on TV. Like, you know, those mesothelioma <laughs> commercials. Yeah. It's, it's going to be, be like for us. Did you explore abandoned buildings in the early 2000s? <laughs> you might be liable for compensation. Of course. That's exactly what it's going to be, too. For sure. For sure. Do you have asbestos poisoning? <laughs> well, you're a fucking idiot. Stay out of that house. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Actually, oh. I, I've been through a bunch of boots, too, but I found I finally found ones that are, like, are my favorite of all time now, which are, like, um, these. Uh, it's from Solomon. Okay. They're, like, hiking, like, shoes. Um so they don't have ankle support, but I find it's better as a, uh, um, like a running, if you need to run or just kind of like, uh, articulate your foot differently and bend it. Um, yeah, it's just, it was like a Solomon outline GTX hiking shoe. That's, that was really nice. They're about, uh, I got it on sale for like a hundred bucks, but they're usually around 130 bucks. Gotcha. And then I have, um. My favorite flashlight, I always recommend this, is uh, it's a Fe uh, Fenix, I think it's got F-E-N-I-X. It's a PD-36. It's 3,000 lumen. It's really compact as well, um, but it outshines anything I've ever used. Dope. Uh, there yeah. is, there's this product I saw on Twitter the other day. I'll have to put it in the description of this podcast, but it's like sure. a... It, it's almost like a wrist brace so you like wrap it around your thumb and then it wraps around your hand but there's a light on the palm 
And I was like, dude, that's like such a cool idea for like exploring. But you would have to have something with like hella lumens or something that goes from like white to red, you know, because we're like in the dark sometimes. But like the just the concept of that kind of blew me away. I was like, oh, my God, then your hands free and you can still keep exploring. Like, that's brilliant. So I'll have to I'll have to put that in the description, but I'll also put uh, links to all the those products you recommended down there as well. Sure. Um, Have you ever gotten permission to explore a spot? Um, let me think. I don't, well, actually, technically, yeah, one time. Um, but that was just like, we, we said we were just going to go film in it. And they were like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, cause like it was, it was kind of like unfair advantage is because it was a building that they were moving spots and they were just, they just kind of left it there, um, as is. Mm-hmm. And, um, my friend was their neighbor. So I just kind of went through him and they like had a rapport already. So they didn't see a problem with it. But, um, I definitely don't think I, it's really like easy to ask permission Yeah. for a lot of these places because one, you some of the owners, um, one, you can't even get a hold of yep. or they're in different countries. Um, yep. like the, the people that own, uh, that whiskey distillery are, they live in Belgium. Oh Yeah good luck for some reason they own that but yeah um <laughs> never gonna get a hold of them no nah. yeah it's it's wild like getting permission for stuff like i've heard stories on this show of like the owners ended up giving them like a tour of the building or the cops ended up giving them a tour of the building like there's some crazy stuff out there and okay. i so i just got a new car recently like a couple months ago and the guy that uh sold me my car i gave him one of my fo- my photography books about urban exploring that i've made and put out uh, just as like a thank you for, you know, you know, getting me a car, all that stuff. Yeah. And uh, he was like, so the dealership is actually moving in January. So this building is going to be abandoned. You should come film mm. a music video here. And I was like, wait, are you like giving me permission to come here? So I'm trying to figure out like how I can get in there and like film in this this dealership. I think it'd be just like a random thing to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Definitely. it's like it's always wild. Um, how about your most creative entrance? <laughs> um hmm that's a good one uh you know what probably this asylum used to be a tuberculosis hospital uh and i it was always pretty boarded up not like really many people have ever gotten into it and i had lucked out and just found an entrance the one time and i when i went back uh, i went there i think three times total but I went back for a Fourth of July because I wanted to like watch the fireworks on the roof of this asylum. Sick. And <laughs> and I got a dope picture from it too. But oh. um, they welded that that spot shut that I got in before. So I was like, okay, I, this got to be. I didn't make this whole drive all the way here to uh, to not get in. So I ended up finding like someone. I don't know who did it, but on uh, you know it's like kind of like. Um, went like basement, um, I guess windows or whatever that it kind of goes down into the ground a little bit. Yep. So there was like that, but it was, um, it's not a window it was for like a, like a vent or something. And, um, someone had like just destroyed the concrete of the wall <laughs> for like, sure <laughs> on the side. And, but it was like really skinny and like, I would have to like, I could not fit through with my backpack or anything like that. And I, 
I was trying to squeeze through it and on the other side was like like the boiler room and there was like equipment and stuff like that so like if i'm squeezing through i'm like having to like contort my body everywhere to get around that equipment anyways mm. and uh, below me on the ground of that like um where they had cut through was all like nails and um tools and so like that all like sharp objects so I'm like trying to like hover above that and not touch that while shimmying myself sideways feet first through this thing and not even like touching the ground at all. So <laughs> that was uh, that was interesting to get in. But I've, I've definitely made some interesting entrances for a lot of places. But it's um, depending on the place I've, I've gone through, like, you know, climbed up walls um, and to like, you know, scale the sides of some of these buildings to get in through windows that are open like on the second or third story oh and you're just like all right let me just do this and hopefully i don't die <laughs> i have i have fallen one time it was more recently it was because somebody left a, a rope it was more of like a cord oh, um, no. <laughs> that was like tied up onto like the fourth floor and i was like just trying to get up onto one floor like onto this like little roof part so i, I fell a floor but Oof. um i have a video of that too but <laughs> Because I was with uh, one of my uh, partners I go with, and uh, and she was filming, and uh, yeah, I definitely fell. It, it it broke. It definitely didn't hold my weight, oh my um, and I was at the top of it, so I was just just about to like get over the edge, and it, it snapped, and I fell right down. I thankfully I like I I hit the ground with my feet and rolled, and I was oh. fine. But that that definitely wouldn't have been great uh, if it uh, if I felt any other way. Yeah. Oh there was gosh. security there too, so like we were trying to manage going around them as well because they had the entrance. I went in the last time that was at a high school. The entrance I went the last time was uh, closed. That's what it, it tends to be. Yeah, a lot for sure. For sure. Um, <laughs> how about your scariest exploration or your like most dangerous or riskiest? Like those yeah, are definitely all the, kind of the riskiest. Yeah, um, I might have had I've had some encounters with junkies and stuff mm-hmm. some crackheads here and there um and other explorers and stuff and there's definitely been some dangerous situations um but i think the riskiest one was we were we wanted to get into this power station we want to get to the roof of this power station this giant place um in philadelphia and um spread right on the water it's really cool looking but they were starting to renovate it just starting so like they had all the construction equipment there and and i wanted to get in there because they filmed a, a scene of the transformers in there oh sick. um yeah one of the battle scenes was in that that place so i really want to get in there before they like would completely renovate it because um, it's still empty it was just they had just all the moved all the equipment and stuff in there and there's cameras all over the place so i was like i know we're gonna get like the cops are gonna come here but it's just a matter of how long it's gonna take them mm-hmm so and we just wanted to like challenge ourselves and get to the roof and see if we could do it. So I strapped on a GoPro. We had like nothing with us really at all. Like I think I had a flashlight in my pocket and that was it. Like so we got in. It's it's pretty easy to get in. There's a lot of entrances. Just open up. There's power in there now since they were running all their um, construction lights. And we got up. We went through the whole place. And the alarm didn't go off until the very end uh, when we were actually going to leave. 
So we got up to the roof. We're up there. We're taking pictures, um, taking some videos. Um, it was at nighttime. We went down and we had passed. Um, uh, they had left like just like tons of water, like cases of water. Oh, okay. We're like, oh, we're going to like just take a bottle of water because we're thirsty. And um, when we're going back, crossing over the, the bottom section there um, to go to get like a bottle of water, the uh, we heard like the alarm go off out of all times and um <laughs> it was a trap they said a boom yeah, trap <laughs> it really was yeah and and it was like an audible so it had like a voice oh um shit. yeah yeah it was saying i don't even know what it's saying but then we started hearing dogs and we're like okay it's time to run so we started running this all on gopro too i think i did post a little clip Sick. of it um on my instagram but we were sprinting to get out and as we were like we got outside we, we slowed down we're like okay um like what's the plan here we have to get back to the car and then we start hitting the dogs again and the alarm is still going and we just start sprinting again for the uh, for the where we came through which was like a tiny hole in the bottom of this fence and as we like run my partner just slips right under and my my um belt gets caught on some rebar and i'm just trying to like shimmy to get myself out of that and once i do in we're like next to a park and there's this like cop car entering the park with its lights on and that was like literally like maybe half a football field away from us oh my god he's he's going on this like loop of this road that goes like in a loop around this park he goes in the 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 further uh, entrance so we have like He's literally in front of us. He could see us if he like pointed his spotlight at us. And I see a spotlight. He's like panning it around oh my God. the park trying to, and I'm like, we just start sprinting up the line of the fence, like to the to the main road. And I I'm just like I think my partner's behind me, but I, I guess I left her a little bit behind. She wasn't as fast, but um <laughs> she she did catch up, but it just took a little bit. But we I got to the road, the cops are like right there. Um, there's two cop cars and now I take a right I'm sprinting up the road there's these like two people just sitting by their car like just random people and they're staring at us like sprinting by them with like we have they we're in all black like black hat face mask gloves <laughs> you guys just like everything robbed black. a bank <laughs> yeah and there's two and you, they could see the two cop cars like with For the lights sure. flashing and I, I have no idea what they're thinking but it must have been funny to watch that oh my God. they're like I have no idea what they just did but they're just sprinting right past us <laughs> <laughs> And we end up, I end up going around, like I, I run up another two blocks and then like we hide in a bush for a little bit. And then like we make a, a big loop around to our car and then get to our car and we're, we're good. We didn't get caught. We drive past and there's like three cop cars there now. If you're just and, waving with middle fingers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm like, hi, we're gone now. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. We love a good getaway story. No, it was so, great. It was great. <laughs> but that adrenaline is, is that's what I get. That's what it's I It's real. For. It's real. Um, yeah. Has anything ever made you want to stop exploring or like take a break? Mm. Honestly, I don't think so. I think I've always gotten, I've just been doing it for so long. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't ever want to really stop doing it. I would say like, I, I'm more choosy about where I go now. Sure. I think. Like to make the drives worth it. Yeah, like for sure. Like I know some people they'll they'll drive like two hours to go just see like a little house or something, 
that's not really anything special it has graffiti all over it yeah. but like i think i'm a little more choosy now with the time it takes for me to get there because i'm also like i'm always busy with my business and so it's a little bit harder for me to get out as mm-hmm. much as i want to now but um definitely uh definitely always want to keep doing it it's just like the matter of um i'm running out of spots now around around the, the, the three hour radius honestly now i have for to start sure. pushing out yeah. <laughs> and then it really has to be like is it going to be worth it yeah yeah for sure yeah i did a, a five-hour drive over the weekend down south yeah. and uh we got into one of the like seven locations we were trying to get into and i was like the fuck like yeah, why why did i do but it was cool because i got to like meet new people and like mm-hmm. hang out with this group that i've you know wanted to to meet up with so it was it was worth it we just like didn't really get anything you know so yeah. got to go to another another area but we were i mean we were in like the bible belt like not not the place you want to really be exploring on a sunday <laughs> you know like everybody's <laughs> home from church like we tried to get into one house and all of a sudden we hear the neighbors come outside and they're like, y'all got to get out of that house. And we're like, oh, oh fuck, they're going to literally kill us. We got to go. <laughs> I mean, like we're talking like towns with a population of like 120 people. Oh, yes. Like, everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone knows we're there. We look hella out of place. Mm-hmm. We're just not supposed to be there, you know. So that was pretty wild. Uh, but um, do you have any funny Urbex stories? Um. I mean, it's I mean the been one you just told was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've run into people that, oh, yeah, I guess um, at the hotel, I went back the other one night um, and there was a car coming down the, there's a one way in, one way out of this place. Um, so it's not a great, <laughs> uh, you know, for peace of mind. But, yeah. I quick dip in this like fenced in like where their generator is outside, I guess, or where their AC and power stuff is. And um, I like I'm staring at this like guy crouching with a headlamp on in back of the, like the uh, little AC like box or whatever. And I'm like just staring like it's not like it's not connecting in my brain. Like there's some random guy here where this is like. <laughs> 1 a.m. and that's probably not normal and i'm thinking like is this a worker but like at the same time like wait it's 1 a.m. for sure like and and i just like look at him and um he just kind of looks at me he's like hello i'm like hello i was like he's like i was like what are you doing he's like same as you i'm like what does that even mean (laughs) like (laughs) and I guess they were they were actually just scrappers. For sure. I found out. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, I'm just... He's like, what are you here for? I was like, I'm just exploring. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, we're just here for the metal. And I'm like, oh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough, sure. man. For sure, guy. You keep doing yeah, what like, you're doing. I'll be over here. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, all right. Well, I'm going to head inside. Um, <laughs> you do you, man. And they actually, it's funny because they actually... Uh, they spotted us as as, uh, as we left too, so they're actually pretty cool guys. There's two of them, but uh, I just don't uh, like scrappers. But uh, yeah, they uh, they're decent to us. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it's always weird running into other people when you're in a bando or about to go in or whatever. Like yeah. we did this uh, abandoned. It was like a YMCA or youth center or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, a super well known spot out in California, and 
there were like homeless people squatting in the in the building and uh one of them like came out of one of the rooms and they were like hey uh do you guys need a place to stay tonight and we were like i'm sorry what <laughs> nah we're we're all set thanks but yeah those like funny little moments always like stick with me for sure um do you have a have, favorite exploration yeah. overall? Um, favorite. That's hard. I mean, I feel like, hmm, like without being sentimental, I would say, because uh, I feel like I would just pick the Linfield, but at, when I think about it, there's really not much there. It's just like a bunch of empty buildings for the most part. Um, it's all kind of run down now, but. I would say, honestly, something new I just did. Um, I don't know if you ever explored on a holiday, but I explored on uh, Thanksgiving. Bro, Thanksgiving and, uh, is the day. That is yeah. Urbex yeah. holiday. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and I, I literally made it back for dinner, too. So it was great. <laughs> Dude, that's but what's I, up. I explored. I'm going to be, I, saw, I just started posting some footage from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I end up putting it, post, posting it on YouTube. But um, it was a power station pretty massive one i got drone footage of it too Dope. but um that place had one security guard there that we were kind of going we had to walk pretty far we had to walk across like a 200 foot high um train bridge um and i'm not the greatest at like really tall heights when i don't have anything to hang on to for sure you know so when i'm walking on this thing we're pretty much almost crawling on it at some points it was like you're just walking across and there's nothing stopping you from like just like if you if your foot just lands wrong on the tracks like you're going through Damn. so <laughs> i'm like being very cautious and the, the guy that was with me too he's deathly afraid of heights so he was crawling and <laughs> and it was a pretty long ridge it was over a, a big um river great and uh, yeah <laughs> it was amazing with rocks under there I was like, this is awesome. great this is, our... <laughs> this is my but, dream yeah exactly sure. but the way that we thought we were going to go in was you know we couldn't do anymore because of that that security guard that was there that yeah. the knowledge that we got from the place from uh, people uh, friends of mine that ex- explore as well is uh he he didn't have any security guards when he went so we kind of that was a we threw him for a loop there so we had to re uh, plan on the on the fly and find a new way we ended up doing that and then we found um because uh, my friends they they entered through the coal chute and um, that went up to like the, I don't even know how many floors it is. I mean, it's probably like, it's probably like a 10 story building or something. Damn. Um, yeah, it's just a pretty big place, but, uh, it had, has power and everything. Like they're, they're, I think they're gearing up to sell it actually. Um, but, uh, it's just been abandoned for a while. So we got in, we actually just got in through a door. Like it was our last resort. Like we were just checking all these doors. Everything's locked. We're like, I don't want to. The coal chute is like to enter that is like next to the security booth. Oh, okay. So it's like it's not gonna happen, um, without him seeing us, because this is during the day too. Like, so we usually do a lot of stuff at night, but this was like impromptu. Let's go explore this place on Thanksgiving, and uh, last resort on the other side of the building, there was these like just glass doors, like main doors, like one of the main entrances. I was like, there's no way it's like open, but. Just for shits and giggles, I'm going to just pull it and see. And sure enough, it was unlocked. And we just walked right in. And uh, there was lights on in the hallway and stuff. And we started walking through more. And I mean, everything's like cleared out and empty. All the desks and stuff are 
it's trash and stuff places but um the lights are on and we got into like the big uh generating room and there's just massive i don't even know what they are really but uh you know power station uh generators or whatever yeah. everywhere and uh catwalks and stuff yeah we we're walking on we didn't have too much time we do plan on going back there again to explore a little more in depth um that we now that we know where to exactly go to not we don't spend as much time doing that but that was definitely probably um i think my favorite like more recent place i've been to mm. that's still i, I kind of like the stuff that still has power yeah um because like this place has been abandoned for like 10 years but it's still someone still pays <laughs> someone, someone just forgot that their like subscription on their monthly well, bill i don't is, understand like, that i don't either because... like you just this that's got to cost so much money for like a 10-story oh, building yeah. you like can't oh, miss that it's great I mean, granted it is a power station but like sure sure. <laughs> like, for sure but like you're just paying yourself for your own power yeah exactly but funny enough though the that um the asylum I went to um, mm. on 4th of July, that place, we actually restored power to it. What? Yeah, I have a video of that too. We we went there a few times. Like I brought a couple different friends to it. And um, the one time I went, we like found this door that we didn't see before or that was like always locked before that we, I don't know if maintenance or something just left it unlocked or someone left it unlocked. But it was never unlocked before and there was no like, damage to the door they're all like metal doors yeah um in the basement and so we we went in there and it was like like the main fuse fuses everywhere wow and i was like okay that's awesome and then i saw this little monitor now everything's off but i saw this little monitor that showed had power on that monitor it showed ampage and i was like okay let's just see what we can do and see if we start flipping things and we can see if we can turn it on. And we started flipping. Um, uh, we, were, we were reading the charts and so they were trying to find like the main stuff and we started flipping switches and then um, we flipped enough. We, we uh, flipped the main breaker and the light turned on. Oh my God. And this place has been abandoned like I think, think since like 2012. Oh my God. Yeah, it's it's. What? It was crazy that they still have that, like, and they still pay for that. Yeah, like who's paying? Like, there's like, no point what? for that. No, they let the whole place go to shit. So, yeah. like, why? That's so I don't, crazy. I never understand why a lot of these big places, like, they just don't sell it, or they just they let it sit long enough, but without selling it, they're like, it just now it's worth nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you doing? Like, what? what I never is understand that. Like, if you went out of business, maybe you should just sell the building at that point. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like at least somebody, get some money. Yeah, somebody can repurpose it. Like uh, here yeah. in Nashville, there's a an old Kmart that they transformed into a bowling alley and it has like hmm. a concert venue inside as well and like a bar and like it's it's pretty sick, but it's like in the venue is like in it, there's signs on the wall it says like in the back of an old Kmart and it's like the old signs <laughs> and shit. It's pretty cool, but that, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I think more people should like you know, refurbish these places before they go to shit. I love exploring, obviously, so, yeah. and I love exploring the decay and like the deterioration. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that we should be repurposing the buildings instead of just leaving our trash behind. I, I'm like, yeah, very big they, proponent for of sure. Yeah. And they do do that to some buildings, which yeah. I have like a love hate for that. Like I, sure. I get it, but I want to explore it without like a tour. 
fact. So like like they have like the the Philadelphia like penitentiary, like Eastern State. Yeah, and yeah. they have um, the Crescent Sanatorium. Sure. Um, that they uh, they do, and then um, the like Penhurst Asylum. I was in yeah. there. I was in Penhurst. I don't know if you've ever been there. I haven't but, been um, to Penhurst, but I know okay. uh, a friend of mine filmed a live stream for a band out outside of Penhurst. Okay. So so I, I was in there before, like they they renovated and uh-huh. started doing tours of it. Yeah. And they they had that pretty locked down. Um, they had like uh, security. Uh, or like alarms on every window and door, so like again, it was more of like a matter of time before they showed up. You just kind of like run through it, which is what yeah. I had to do. And uh, they do that. I was at a seminary too that was like that. We were trying to find an entrance. We found a door that was you could push open enough. It was chained, but it, mm-hmm. you could push it open enough to squeeze through. Yeah. And when I did that, and I, I my partner came through as well. She like pointed down, and I looked, and there was like a sensor. Oh fuck! And I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> and I was like, all right. And that place has power too. Yeah. I was like, all right. And we had just left this other abandoned place ten minutes away that there was five cop cars waiting outside. Oh my god! And we got away from them. Wow. And so I was like, okay, well, this alarm's going off. They're ten minutes away because we're literally only ten minutes from where they were. So if they get a call, they're just going to be ten minutes. So I was like, we got like zero time. And it was again one way in, one way out of this place. <laughs> And I was like, all right, let's just run to the end here of the hallway, this long hallway, and see what we can see. And we did that, and I noticed this door open, and there was this alarm panel, and it was <laughs> flashing. And I was like, oh, shit. All right, well, we know it's active now. Yeah. So we set off this silent alarm. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right, we literally have, like, less than 10 minutes now um, before, you know, somebody would possibly show up. Yeah. So I – we had – parked because there's no way to park around there we had parked on the property which is pretty big but i covered my my car in like camo netting uh <laughs> in between like two trees yeah it was it actually blended it pretty good it was it, sure. it was within bushes and stuff damn and um and i we sprinted out of there ran down quick uncovered the car threw all of our shit in the back and i just quick reversed and I, I didn't put it in, I forgot, I, I left it out of four-wheel drive, so uh, it was a Bronco. And I just fucking uh, put it in first gear and just floored it, and I was spinning and sliding oh. up this, in the grass and until I, it hooked. And I just hauled ass out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, not today. We're not getting caught today. No, not happening. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. No, I go ahead. So, like, that, the place we went to before was this um, – Right before that, where the cops were outside, it was a uh, huge uh, cement factory. Yeah. And we had, I found this like, there was some lights in it. I guess they were using it for like storage in some buildings. So we didn't go in those buildings with the lights on, but there was these like two stacks. Um, and we, there was like a stairs that go up into this, I guess they have like an office where they, I guess where they weigh the trucks and stuff with the, mm-hmm. Um, materials in them and, and it was all lit up i have video of that too and that i heard music playing so i was like there's definitely like somebody in here yeah and it was the weirdest like feeling because we had seen that earlier and we well i heard it earlier when we were just walking this we just left and we just went around to explore other parts of the place and then when we came back i was like you know i'm feeling a little ballsy 
I kind of want to like just see if who's in there and then like run from them, mm-hmm. um, you know, just for shits and giggles. And um, so I slowly went up there and I'm listening outside the door. There's like music playing. And I like open the door and there's a fan blowing in there. So I hear that as well. And I'm looking around with my flashlight. There's nobody in there. Weird. But there's a radio playing. <laughs> That's covered in dust too. That's crazy. Completely covered in dust. And uh, I'll definitely have to send you that video. Yeah. And uh, it was really weird and just a little creepy. Everything in there was covered in dust, but like there was paperwork and stuff like that dated like the day before. And um, yeah, like they're still using it for something, I guess, but not for like what it used to be purposeful because everything else was like run down and not in use. But I guess maybe they're doing stuff with storage or truck stuff there still. I have no idea. But um, you would think if it was like full time use, it would be cleaned up. But it was everything's covered completely in dust. Weird. Um, that that yeah. radio's been on since like 1992. It's just. It was like, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was an older song. Too. I forget what it was off the top of my head, but uh, yeah. it was, yeah, it was really weird. That's but, creepy. Uh, <laughs> definitely creepy. And then when we were leaving, the, uh, we're walking out like, we, we walked in train tracks to get in there. And then we're walking on the main road because usually my exits are like more relaxed. Because mm-hmm. it's like, whatever we're just leaving at this point so we haven't seen anybody so we're just gonna if we have to you know we're just we can run out of there Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um we're walking on the main road i go out and then i see near where we enter there's like these four or four or five black suvs in a row parked i was like i see that road like that's a road that's not like anywhere you can park why are they just stationary there I was like, they kind of look like cop cars, but it was like dark, so I couldn't really see. And then like we walk up a little more and we're just trying to like stay in the shadows a little bit. And then the one of them turns its lights on and like his police lights on. I'm like, oh shit, they're cops. And then I and then I noticed like there is one of the cops got out of the car and I was like, okay, well, that's the only way I know out of this place because there's woods surrounding the whole place like oh. and like like deep woods we were we were trying to do that earlier and it was not gonna work yeah um and so there was like a construction site to our left and and the cops were on like the right so we jumped the fence into this construction site they were building a development and we start running through that (laughs) and because i parked at this like cvs that was nearby and that was connected to like this parking lot they have like a gas station there and stuff and we, we run through the development. We're trying to get back to my car. And I give all, my partner all the um, all of our gear so I don't look really suspicious walking in a parking lot with, like, gear on. <laughs> so as I, like, jump the fence, I just jump the fence. And one of the cop cars comes right around the corner of the CVS with his headlights directly pointed at me. Oh. And I'm like, this is it. <laughs> I'm going to get caught here. I have to either, like, fucking sprint back and we have to somehow go hide in this you know, cement place for a while or something like that. Um, nope. He, he then turned right into a parking spot and walked into the, to the gas station. I was like, there's no way he was that what? oblivious <laughs> that these people that just committed some crimes. Dude. <laughs> just, just walked by them. Like you were waiting for us. I know you guys were waiting for us and you just let them, you know, you didn't even notice. And I quick, like go over to my car, 
the cops are still out there. I'm watching them now because they're all sitting at the corner, like talking to them, just waiting, I guess. And uh, while the other one was in the gas station, and I could get my car, go around the back of the building, have my partner throw everything in quick, jump in, and we out. So <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Definitely not a close cause. Yeah, I love it. Oh, my God. So if you could live in one place you've explored for an entire week, which place would it be? Oh, that hotel, hands down. For sure. I was going to yeah, say the, it had to be. It was the clean. They had, they had even jacuzzis in some of the rooms. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you hope for the future of urban exploring? Um, in, in For me? Yeah. I have a, like really big places planned. Um, they're just a little bit further away. So they'll take like, uh, you know, have to stay there for like a weekend or something like that. Um, but we're going to hit a few places. Um, do you know like Kings Park? Yes. Yeah, we're going to go up there soon. Sick. To check that out. That's definitely, there's tons of buildings there. So that'll take us a while to get through. Um, that one's, it seems to be like a little easier to get in because like the whole place is like a park now. Right. You just can't go inside technically, you know. Technically. but like- Technically. <laughs> We're gonna go inside. Yeah, for but. sure. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's um I've been to places like I did a road trip around the United States and I found some random ones along the road. Like I found in New Mexico in the desert, I found like a motel. Cool. And I, I just walked in there, and uh, actually a cop like passed. We're in the middle of nowhere, like maybe a building every like fifty miles. Yeah. And. Um, that was one of those and, uh, with an abandoned gas station right next to it as well. And I just parked right outside and I was just kind of walking through and, um, uh, my, my girlfriend at the time, she was still in the car and she's like, texting me, Hey, this cop that just like literally just drove right past. I was like, Oh, well, I guess they don't care Yeah, over here. That's good. It's like, yeah. I plan to travel a lot more. It's, I have so many on my list that I need to still hit. It's just like the matter of taking the time to do it, For and sure. the drives and stuff. So definitely. And uh, last question for you is: What is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Hmm. I think more like the some of the rules I've kind of like taught myself and like others I explore with. Like, I'm very select with like, who I explore with now. There's only a few people that I trust because we do do a lot of like higher risk places because yeah. we get into a lot of these close calls um, that could be, you know, tickets or, or arresting, you know, if it wasn't with these people. Um, it's just like, I think mainly the, the rules of the, the, what kind of gear you have to like bring, flashlight discipline at nighttime, like some sometimes like the way you walk is when you can get like quieter. I think just like that kind of stuff i wish i knew like sooner yeah um that would have probably helped me get into like a lot more places and like not gotten caught or anything like that uh, i mean thankfully i've only gotten caught one time which is too much for me but um Agreed. yeah yeah i mean I'm, i can still say it's not my fault but you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think more so yeah just that and i think the people i go with is is my favorite part about it yeah. It's just like that experiencing these like places that not many people get the chance to to explore with those uh, with those friends. For sure. And uh, I think that's the best part of it. 
Yeah, I think the community aspect of it is a huge part of why a lot of us do it, the camaraderie behind it and all that stuff and the stories and the memories. Um, So if people want to keep following your journey, where can they find you online? What's your uh, best social media for them to follow? So my Instagram is um, urbexliving, it's one word. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much what I post most of my stuff on. I do have a YouTube uh, channel, same thing, um, that I have a link to. I don't post on it too often. But um, it's got about almost 12,000 subs. Sick. But getting there, you know. <laughs> yeah. YouTube's a but, grind, uh, man. I've been doing it for a decade. It's, uh, it's Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I stopped being consistent on it. So yep. I don't really care too much about it anymore at that yeah. point because YouTube algorithm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Same with Instagram. Oh, yeah, for sure. But uh, <laughs> actually, I, I did uh, I did always, I did forget to mention, I don't tell many people this, but I got into this, uh, I guess a little more illegal i guess than uh than most abandoned places but it was a uh nuclear reactor uh uh control center wow that uh still has power and uh <laughs> kind of there i don't really want to post that everywhere no nah. uh not for a while no no but uh, nah. that that was definitely i think that actually was definitely my favorite place i i try yeah. to like not say that to a lot yeah. of people dude that's but, uh, crazy and now you just told everyone i just did yeah yeah <laughs> Oh, now the, the secret's out. Secret's out. Now you got to post it. <laughs> nah, not, not really, but uh, yeah, dude, the active stuff is crazy. Like I haven't done too many active places. I've gotten permission to go into like a uh, an active or not active. It's it's an abandoned nuclear power plant, but it mm-hmm. uh, they use it for movies and a band that I know rented it for a music video shoot and they asked if oh, I wanted awesome. to go explore it for two days and I was like... <laughs> you mean you're inviting me to go explore somewhere that I can go in? So I got to go into like one of the cooling towers and like, it was fucking sick. It was sick. But thank you so much for coming on. No tracers. I appreciate you talking with me today and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Well, guys, that was my episode with Urbex Living. If you want to follow him on Instagram or YouTube, I've put his links down in the description for you. If you want to pick up some of the gear he recommended, I have put links to Amazon products down in the description as well for you. Uh, I also have a whole list of Urbex gear that I recommend. Um, I am now an affiliate with Wondered, the company that makes my backpack. So if you guys want to pick up a Wondered bag, I think you can get a discount if you use the link in the description. Other than that, thank you guys so much for listening. If you're new, hit the subscribe button. And if you are a veteran listener, please leave a rating and feedback for me. It helps the podcast grow and it helps us find more listeners just like you that love all things decay. If you want to come on No Tracers, hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram. If you want to support the show, go to notracers.com slash shop. Thank you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go explore something. And remember, leave no trace.